to Reasons to be Happy. I'm your host, Paula. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. I'm officially back from my travels to Ireland and Spain. Overall, it was an awesome trip. Everything went pretty smoothly, which I'm always really grateful for. My sister and I made a lot of really good memories, had a lot of funny moments, had really good convos. We used to travel a lot together and we've done quite a few sister trips over the years and we hadn't done one in a long time just with COVID and everything and we were talking about how much we missed our trips and hopefully we do another one again soon because I just love travel and it reminded me of how much fun it is to go away and see something new. One thing that had come up in our many conversations from the vacation is the topic of oversharing and how it compares to being vulnerable and knowing when to openly share things with people and when to be a little bit more reserved. My sister and I tend to talk pretty openly about things with people and we always want to keep it real and I feel like I'm even more of an open book than she is and I think she would agree with that. Something that we both do is we tend to overthink sometimes like our conversations with other people and maybe wonder like did I say too much or was that okay to say? Sometimes I'll doubt certain things I say or question it later and wonder like did that come across the right way? I hope that the person isn't judging me for what I said or like it wasn't misconstrued and I think that's a pretty normal fear that people have. So we had talked a lot about just that difference between being vulnerable and then oversharing. It seems like the term being vulnerable, that phrase, it's thrown around so often these days, but what exactly is it? Basically, vulnerability means communicating the size of yourself that you might feel a bit more guarded about or feel not as confident about and then being open to other people's responses. Being vulnerable means talking about the not so glamorous sides of your life, talking about your fears or maybe issues that are going on with you, and just keeping your walls down and and not getting defensive if someone else is responding to the things that you're saying. It's being authentic and true to yourself, and that includes the good, the bad, the ugly. Being vulnerable, I think, is necessary to connect on a deeper level with people and build emotional intimacy whether that's with a friend, a family member, a romantic partner, it takes a certain amount of trust and feeling safe and comfortable to do so, which you're not going to feel with everyone. So now let's talk about the other end of the spectrum, which is oversharing. Oversharing, I think, feels a little bit abrupt. It might feel forced. It might feel a little uncomfortable for both people involved. I think sometimes oversharing feels like you're unloading or venting in ways that feel negative, complainy, just like you're kind of moaning and it's not being in a two-way conversation. Yes, you're still sharing things about yourself, but it's different from being vulnerable and allowing someone else to really see you. When you're being vulnerable, you're not making that person feel responsible for making you feel better or trying to fix the things that you're talking about. And if you're asking for feedback, you're actually being genuine about that. You really care about that person's views on something and you're open to a fresh perspective, you're really listening to their point of view basically. And and instead of just glossing over things, you're really letting the conversation deepen and evolve. If we're being sincere and asking for advice from someone, being vulnerable means actually listening to that person and considering their opinions in a thoughtful way. I think when you're oversharing, you're just kind of dumping. You're not really open to hearing how someone else is perceiving that. 
another indicator I think with oversharing is really just ruminating and fixating on that one topic and just going on and on and on about it. Being vulnerable is sharing something that's weighing on you and then allowing yourself to talk about other things with that person and moving through the conversation to other topics and laughing and being silly and not just focusing on that one issue that you're venting about. Sometimes for me, I've noticed that I'll share something with someone and then really kind of want to dissect it and maybe even overanalyze it. And so that's the point where I think I'm entering into the land of oversharing. Whereas if I'm talking about something that's going on with me, but then moving on to other subjects or letting myself be distracted by something else, then I find myself leaving the oversharing territory. I also can expect certain problems that I'm talking about or anyone's talking about to just be resolved in one singular conversation because more times than not, these things take time to just unfold naturally and it might take longer to process things and it's usually not just going to be fixed in one single conversation. It's important to learn the skill of vulnerability and then also allow yourself to move on and kind of talk about other random things with people. When we're oversharing, it sometimes just takes over and puts too much pressure on the other person and it's honestly exhausting for someone else to listen to people vent all the time. I think the motivator behind oversharing is maybe a tendency to want to build intimacy really quickly, but that takes a lot of time and trust And it might feel inauthentic when people are just blurting things out without having rapport or context first. For me, my issue is I think sometimes I'll talk about something that's bothering me as a way to relieve my stress. But what I want to try to do more is practice tolerating anxiety and then really considering whether it's a good idea to share or not. And also to think about the reason behind why I feel compelled to talk about something with somebody. Also, I want to think about the audience that I'm in because sometimes people aren't aware of the full picture or they might have judgments about it. Something my sister and I had talked about is choosing who to be vulnerable with. Some people are just more judgy than others or they have preconceived ideas about who you are. So those would be the ones that you just want to be a little bit more cautious with when getting deeper. On the flip side, there are other people in our lives who are non-judgmental and they're understanding and genuinely want the best for us. So those would be the people we can feel safe enough to express our true thoughts. So the bottom line is we can decide how much or how little to say based on the company we're in. Another point to consider is what's the reason we're sharing things? Before I say something, I want to ask myself, is there enough trust here? Is this person open and non-judgmental? Do they have the level of perspective and insight about this topic that I feel like they could relate to it or offer relevant feedback? At the end of the day, not everyone needs to know everything about us. Sometimes it's just not worth saying something because it won't be received well or that person will judge us and project their own issues and insecurities back onto us, which will leave us feeling weird and uncomfortable. It's possible to be an authentic person while still maintaining a sense of privacy. It's important to recognize that not everyone in our lives is open-minded and receptive to our vulnerability. All right, I'll leave it there for today. My two reasons to be happy currently are, number one, the lighter days. We're back to later sunsets. 
I'm hearing the frogs at night, which is always a sign of spring, and I'm so ready for the warmer weather. The second reason that I'm happy is having had the opportunity and the means to travel. Travel and exploring new places has always brought me a lot of joy, and I feel like it makes life feel longer and more interesting. Seeing new things and kind of switching up my routine helps me avoid Groundhog Day syndrome. And I also think that when I return back from a trip, I have so much gratitude for my real life, like my everyday life. And I'm glad that I'm not the type of person who uses vacations to escape reality. I like both traveling and my everyday life, which I'm really thankful for. So on that note, I hope you are feeling thankful today and you continue to find your reasons to be happy. Until next time, bye.